Welcome to this week's episode of Babelfish, the podcast where humanists, three thinkers and atheists share their life stories. Today I'm talking to Kate. She's a mental health advocate for Happy, the humanist organization in the Philippines. We talk about how people with mental health issues is discriminated, and we talk about how Kate, together with Happy, is trying to break the stigma. I would like to thank my Patreons, Happy and Nina Peterson. Thank you so much for your support. Please give Babelfish a good rating in your podcast app. Please share Babelfish with your family and friends. In order to continue the podcast, I need funding. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a Patreon. Become a Patreon on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent, tenor.dk. You'll find the links in the episode description. Just a warning before we start. This week's episode has some background noise. It has affected the quality of the recording. Sorry for the inconvenience. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm still in Manila talking to people from Happy Organization. And today I'm talking to you. Hello. Present yourself. Hello, I'm Kate. I'm from Happy. So I'm a mother of three. I'm a mental health advocate. So I'm 30 years old and I'm fairly new to the Happy thing. Okay. And what's your background? So, um, I've met with happy people, um, we've connected because of our shared beliefs. Um, I'm an agnostic theist, and right now, I'm in my journey in um, learning different beliefs, and just so I can choose for myself. So, you're searching, kind of. Yeah. If it's really, if there's really a God there, at least I'm learning about it I don't really want to be one of those people who just want to be a hater and everything okay. so I'm also doing the same for my kids mm-hmm. I don't belong to an organized religion um, but I think it's not really a priority for me no. to have a, an organized religion right now I'm always inclined in doing good to people um, doing service projects, finding things that I can volunteer myself with. Um, it's because um, a few years ago, I've been um, diagnosed with um, multiple psychiatric disorders. So before my diagnosis, I've been bedridden for four five to five years. So I'm physically okay, but I can't really get out of bed. So what, one of the things that really pulled me out of that state is I, I started to do meaningful things. I stopped finding my purpose and started to do meaningful things. So when I started getting involved with volunteerism, yeah. that's when I started to get better because I feel that I have a worth in this life. So By helping other people yeah, so have a I know that a happy yeah. is kind of... And uh, they're more um, into atheism, but um, they're very inclusive. That's one thing that I really like about Happy. It's the inclusivity. So, regardless of what our um, beliefs, um, our common ground is doing good to other people. Yes. Okay. And what uh, what work is it you do with Happy? So right now, um, I'm kind of volunteering myself with uh, um, events around Metro Manila, and I'm also I'm also advocating um, 
about mental health because it's really my advocacy. So in my advocacy, um, one of the stigma that I'm fighting is um, the discrimination against people who have struggles yeah. because they are seen as people who are lacking in faith or being punished by God. So it's very in line with what I do and what I want to do with happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so people with um, mental health issues are considered are not considered to be ill, like physically ill? Yes, it's still a taboo topic here in the Philippines. And of course, we're a Catholic country. Um, we're a, still a traditional country. We're very family-oriented, God-oriented per se. So it's really hard to break the stigma because people in the far-flung provinces, they still rely on um, shamans. So they still go to shamans. They think that you're being... Um, cursed yeah. or you don't go to church enough so it's one of the challenges that uh, we want to do together with happy yeah so they think that going to the shaman or pray in church yeah. could help could heal you from your yes. mental disorder yeah so okay. yes so, and so what do you do in your advocacy so with my advocacy, I'm being invited as a resource person to different seminars. Mm -hmm. I go to schools, local government units to give seminars. Um, also getting invites as a resource speakers in radio and TV interviews, in print ad interviews. So in this way, I can share my experiences as an adv advocate, as a person who has mental health disorders, and also as a carer because my family, my husband, and my kid has autism. So it's really a family advocacy for yeah. me. So all your kids have autism? Um, I have three kids. Yeah. My second one has an autism. Okay. And my um, third son, my youngest, he has physical disability. And my husband has a high-functioning autism. And I'm really glad that we, have, uh, we share the same views. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the same beliefs. And how, uh, how is uh, Happy supporting that work? Actually, they're very supported, supportive with what I do. Um, they're proud of me. They're also open with my ideas. And even with my family dilemmas, um, in terms of beliefs, I'm always re um, relying on them to ask for their views because right now my sons, all of my kids, are not baptized yet. And it's really a big issue here in the Philippines. So those things, I, I'm very glad that I have people that I can talk to. Mm -hmm. So your family want your kids to be baptized? My kids, they don't really have a grasp of the importance of baptism, but they're very empathetic kids. Yeah. Um, they know about different religions every time we travel. I make sure that we go to any kind of temple. So just, to, just so they have an idea that there's a lot of, there is a lot of religions or beliefs out there, not just Catholic, mm -hmm. Catholicism. So right now, they're not really bothered, not until lately when their teachers are uh, asking them why are they not baptized. So uh, we just said the truth that they had, we, we had problems with their documents and after a long time, we became agnostic theists. So we didn't 
really decided to give them baptism. And how has your the rest of your family reacted to that? Of course, um, it's always an issue for the two sides of our family. But at the end of the day, it's really our is really our decision. And my husband is more firm than I, so he's more he's more indifferent than I. So they know that they can really push they can't really push their beliefs on us. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and how do you see, has there been a change in the Philippines towards people not getting baptized? And... Surprisingly, there has been a change because um, while I'm, I'm sharing the same dilemma to other people, I've discovered that there's a lot of parents who are, who are, not, uh, who are also doing the same. Um, some people um, are just give, they're giving their kids baptism because um, it's it's like a tradition. They they're not really after the the beliefs or anything. Okay. It's just they're just going with the flow. But so they I, might not really be they might not be religious. At yes, all. they're not really religious, but they just want to do it just okay. for the sake of doing it. But I've met a lot of parents. They didn't also um, give baptism to their kids, and that's really sur surprising. And I think um, one of the factors why it's happening right now because um, people are getting more intellectual and they are knowing um, the ins and outs of the religion here in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Okay, so society is changing. Yeah. yeah, okay. And how about the society's approach to uh, mental health issues? Um, um, it's here in the Metro Manila. It's more easier um, in terms of mental health advocacy because we're more in a we have the city mentality. But in the Philippines, we have seven thousand more than seven thousand islands. So there are far far flung provinces, and it's really hard for us to um, um, educate them because even. A general practitioner, a doctor with general practice can't really go there. Even a dentist or a nurse or even teachers, they can't reach those places. So what more? How can we ask mental health advocates or the psychiatrists, how can we reach them? So it's really hard. There are a lot of other um, issues that we face in terms of mental health advocacy, but I think we are... Um, gearing towards to change um, most especially this is a uh, social media generation mm -hmm. so social media we really um, use it it use it as an advantage for us because there's a lot of Filipinos who are online right now okay so you try to reach out through the social media as well. yes we reach out to them and they also reach out to us yeah so do you create community online as well? yes um, we are a support group community so we cater to people who have diagnosis or just to people who have general struggles we also cater to people uh, to carers of these people so now we're transitioning into getting people who just want to be advocates who want to share their professions in the mental health community oh, okay so, is there a possibility for people to get help online if necessary? Yes, um, I'm, I'm always being um, included in the roundtable discussions with the government. 
So this is one issue that I'm always raising to them that um, if we can just utilize the social media and if they can just work with us, we can be um, their additional manpower. Um, they can they can provide us with um, professionals, and we can always use their knowledge for us to oh, okay. yeah. give out to people. Okay. So because I guess there can't be that many psychiatrists. Yes, yeah. there's like only um, two mental health professionals for every one hundred thousand Filipinos, and that this only mental health professionals is not only psychiatrists. It could also it could could also be psychologist only or a psychiatric nurse, so the, the ratio is crazy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because if people go to the church instead yes. of going to the church. Yes, yeah. uh, a lot. Uh, I've um, encountered stories where people, um, they've been, uh, their parents brought them to a shaman and they're being hit with um, leaves or they are being shot off from their churches mm -hmm. and some of the people there having depression because of their churches itself yeah so because i guess when they're when people with mental health issues are not being treated it can impact i guess yes um some um for people some people they already have a history of mental health issues but um some people they get their mental health issues from their problems in life and some of their um, issues, they get it from their church uh, itself, or some of them, um, their um, issues get severe because of the um, supposedly support that they want to get from their church. They're, they are not given support, so they're being, um, being judged and mm. shut off. Yeah, and what, what's the consequences of them not getting treatment? Of course, they're getting severe and people tend to um, leave their churches and sometimes um, it became it, it, it becomes a reason for them to relearn or question their religions so in the, um, sometimes um, it, it gives them the reason to go to the psychiatrist because the pastoral counseling doesn't work mm -hmm. so it's a it's a it has benefits. It also have disadvantages. Oh, okay. So, but are uh, the the society changing its opinion towards mental health? Yeah, I think I think so because years ago when we started, there's only we only we are only the literally the only local support group in on Facebook. Right now, we have like fifty to one hundred. Yeah. So, used uh, we used to have. Um, foreign support groups only, mm -hmm. but it's already hard for people, most or most special to Filipino, to join foreign support groups because they have to worry about their grammar and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Filipinos are very yeah. nitpicky now. There is a lot of mental health initiatives in the Philippines, so <laughs> I think I think it's also a good thing. There's a lot of people pitching in from um, different industries. Thank you for listening. In order to continue the podcast, I need funding. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a Patreon.
You can follow Babelfish on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.